G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. On a Tuesday, we like to check in on what the latest breaking news is as it comes out of the Holy Land, the land of Israel and more broadly throughout the Middle East. Ron Ross has been scouring the headlines once again overnight. Back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Hey, Ron, let's start with the headline. An Iranian brigadier general has urged the destruction of Israel even as nuclear talks get underway in Vienna. What's this one about? We will not back off from annihilation of Israel even one millimetre, he said. The spokesman for the Islamic Republic of Iran's armed forces, Brigadier General Abalfazi Shakachi, urged the total elimination of the Jewish state during an interview with an Iranian regime-controlled media. We want to destroy Zionism in the world, Sakachi told the Iranian students' news agency. Sakachi's anti-Semitic remarks came just days before the nuclear talks in Vienna set to discuss curbing the Islamic Republic of Iran's illicit nuclear program. The United States and other world powers are seeking to provide Tehran with economic sanctions relief in exchange for temporary restrictions on its atomic program. Israel and other countries believe Iran's regime seeks to build nuclear weapons devices. The Iranian general also blasted Bahrain and the United Arab Emirates for normalizing diplomatic relations with Israel, turning the diplomacy intolerable for Iran's clerical regime. Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, the UAE and other countries considered as Muslims for us part of the Zionist regime, and this is very important, he said. The U.S., under both Democratic and Republican administrations, has classified Iran's regime as the world's worst state sponsor of terrorism. The U.S. State Department said last year that the Islamic Republic is the top state sponsor of anti-Semitism in the world. Ron, just before we move on from here, just to pause for a moment, because when you hear stories like this, Uh, Some will think that's just impossible. How is this sort of thing even making the headlines? But anti-Semitism has been on the rise. It's so confronting for us here in Australia to hear this level of anti-Semitism, but it it sounds a little like it's, you know, dog whistling or virtue signalling to an anti-Semitic Islamic followership. Is that the way you ought to interpret the way those sorts of headlines are prominent? Well, my greatest fear is back in the Hitler regime, Uh, When Hitler was running as a politician, he was making statements like this, and even the English leadership ignored him. But all the things that he threatened to do, he did. And I would be taking statements like this very seriously. Okay, Uh, those sorts of things coming out of Iran. Uh, Let's move on. Another headline, Ron. Israel has taken an aggressive approach against the new COVID strain Omicron. What's this one about? Israel has barred entry to all foreign nationals and has ordered returning citizens to quarantine regardless of their vaccination status as part of the most aggressive effort to stave off the new Omicron variant. 
The country has also red-listed travel to 50 African countries and authorised the Shinbet Security Agency to use tracking measures to identify those who came into contact with the virus. So far, one person in Israel, a tourist from Malawi, was confirmed to have contracted Omicron strain of the virus, while a further 800 were suspected to have been exposed to it. Israel Prime Minister Naftali Bennett acknowledged the measures were very stringent, but said that he was ready to adapt the steps as more information becomes available. Uh, the more information, the important part there is it seems to be the whole world is on a bit of a waiting game just to find out how serious the Omicron is. Uh, Ron, Israel and Morocco signing an historic defence agreement. Yeah, amazing. Israel and Morocco signed a defence memorandum of understanding last week, the first ever between the Jewish state and any Arab country. Israel Defence Minister Benny Gantz and his Moroccan counterpart Abdelatif Ludidi signed the agreement formalising defence relations between the two countries during Gantz's first official visit to the North African nation. The MOU will pave the way for sharing defence intelligence, the sale of arms, collaboration on industrial matters, joint military training exercises and other projects the Israel Defence Ministry announced. This is a highly significant event that will allow us to enter into joint projects and allow Israeli exports too. I think the ties between Morocco and Israel need to continue to get closer, to continue to develop and expand. And I'm glad we played a part in all of that, he said, after the signing. According to a Defence Ministry official, the move was unprecedented because even though Israel has close security ties with its Arab neighbours Jordan and Egypt, it does not have openly signed MOUs with any of them. Ron, closer to home, an anti-Semitic story that is connected here in Australia where Jewish students are suing the state of Victoria over anti-Semitic bullying at a secondary college. What's this one about? The alarming thing for me about this story is that I found it in the Israeli media. The government of Victoria is being sued by five Jewish students who say they endured years of anti-Semitic bullying at Brighton Secondary College in the city of Melbourne. Sky News Australia reported that the Victorian state government, the principal and two teachers at the college, face a federal court hearing in proceedings for breaching of the Racial Discrimination Act and negligence. The students accused the school of turning a blind eye to abuse and of violating their human rights by creating a prison culture on the college grounds. Lawyers for the Victorian government and school staff deny the allegations and declined to comment, Sky News reported. Okay, internet trolls attack Oscar-winning actress Helen Mirren for playing Israeli leader Golda Meir in an upcoming biopic. What's this one about? Social media users branded Mirren racist, and called her a well-known Zionist and Israeli worshipper after the actress took on the role of the wartime Prime Minister in the new film set during the Yom Kippur War in 1973 when Arab nations attacked Israel. How sick making a biopic on criminal Golda Meir. And yes, no surprise, Helen Mirren, the racist, is happy to portray the pure distorted version of a disgusting individual, complained one Twitter user. Helen Mirren, doing a film about the first female Prime Minister of Israel, 
is a slap in the face to all the people of Palestine. They're literally celebrating taking over Palestine and taking families out of their homes, murdering children, families, a tasteless film, another wrote. Kaldemir was a formidable, intransigent and powerful leader, Meron said of the former Israeli Prime Minister. It's a great challenge to portray her at the most difficult moment of her extraordinary life. I only hope I can do her justice, she said. Okay. And one last one, Ron. Hanukkah celebrations started on Sunday in Israel, and with that comes new findings that are directly linked to the Maccabees. You better give us some history and some context too. Yeah, Hanukkah celebrates the 164 BCE victory of an army led by a father and sons known as the Maccabees over Hellenist conquerors who'd outlawed Jewish practices and defiled the temple in Israel. In the years after the Maccabees purified and rededicated the temple, battles against the Seleucids continued under Maccabee descendants as they established the Hasmonean dynasty. And now archaeologists have unearthed the Seleucid fortification destroyed 2,100 years ago by the Hasmoneans in Lachish Forest. Israel Antiquities Authority archaeologists and student diggers found weapons, burned wooden beams, jugs and dozens of coins in the structure. The excavation site provided tangible evidence of our Hanukkah stories, they said. Sa'ir Ghana, Vladik Liftit, at Hanum Montague, it appears said they, it appears we have discovered a building that was part of a fortified line erected by the Hellenistic army commanders to protect the large Hellenistic city of Mauritius from a Hasmonean offensive. The stories of the Maccabees are coming to life before our eyes, they declared. And Ron, context-wise there, of course, this is a period in between what we think of as Old Testament and New Testament. Is that the way you'd think about yeah, that's those right. things? Yeah. Yep. Well, Ron, always wonderful getting your insights. Thanks so much for scouring those headlines overnight once again and for being with us once again on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.